Yo, we're coming live from Costa Rica. I hope you're all having an amazing day. All right. Yo. Row your boat gently down the stream. Life is but a dream. Yeah, life is but a dream. Gently down the stream. Yo, life is but a dream. From the ocean came a stream, now I'm floating in a dream Looking in the mirror, it's on me Everything reveal the unseen inside your very being The pinnacle, the supreme, all knowing connected in a ring Building awareness of subtle things, roots and clarity I got everything I need, higher authorities I follow so I can lead myself from a seed into a tree Truth is self-evident, but I'ma still represent the present tense In every single moment, breathing Deep through life's unfoldment Playing my role But I don't own it You are your only opponent I've always known it I've always known it I've always known it One with the force Cause I'm connected to the source A wave in the ocean Staying on course Of course Everything will get done After all We be under the sun So I'ma keep looking Till everything becomes one Your boat Gently down the stream Life is but a dream Yeah, life is but a dream Gently down the stream Yo, life is but a dream Emerging from a dream Like a stream returns to the ocean Alright guys, we are here We are in person with James Maddie, A SoundCloud artist that I discovered several months back And I've been checking out his music here and there, showing it to people. Really excited that there's a new song that he's put out that we're going to also debut in this ep- or uh, this live episode. So, yeah, welcome to the One With All to the Interverse podcast and special extra welcome to Mindful Expansion. James, what's up, man? Hey, man, I'm just happy to be here. This is my first time doing anything like this, so I'm really excited to just make this connection and uh, move forward in wholeness and balance. Absolutely. Those are some words that I myself like to use regularly, the wholeness aspect of life. That's what I want. Full spectrum, full spectrum life. So I know that you are quite the adventurer having moved from Canada to Costa Rica to pursue what it is that you feel you're here to do. So I'd love it if you told us more about yourself and uh, what what you're all about. Absolutely. So yeah, I originally had a spiritual awakening around the end of high school in grade 12, where I I always had this feeling as I was growing up that something was off and I wasn't able to really locate what that was. And I kept drilling into that, like no matter what, it would, I would just be walking and just living life. And then all of a sudden I just kept feeling like something was wrong and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what that was, right? Until one day I finally came to the conclusion that that was me. I wasn't happy with the life I was living. And so that led me down the rabbit hole of reality where I really had to come face to face with some truths about the world that maybe I didn't want to digest at the time, but I ended up doing so and that's made me stronger. Um, so after high school, I ended up going to university because, you know, my, you know, I got the pressure from my parents. They're like, Hey man, go to university and just get, go, go be a psychologist because you want to help people. And I was like, all right, all right, I'll try that. But in the back of my head, I was like, I could just do so much more than this. Right. And so 
I went to university and I pretty much skipped all of my classes and just went hiking every day instead and just spent time in nature because I was understanding at that point the importance of getting back into the nature. And at this point, I had already decided to make some major transitions in my life with uh, going vegan. And also I learned about fluoride and the water system. And so I decided to get out of, uh, get a, stop drinking tap water and start drinking distilled water. <laughs> and so and I started to make these, uh, these adjustments in my life. And that started to reflect in the way I was thinking and the way that I was living. And around the end of university, I ended up actually taking a trip to Hawaii. Originally, the plan was to go to Hawaii with my bro for about three weeks. I had $500 that I saved up from working at Pet Value. And I was like, all right, I'm taking a trip to Hawaii. Let's do it. And I went there and the plan was we're going to work at an organic farm for two weeks. And then for the, the other week, we're going to hike down the, the super hot uh, highway and stay at beaches and camp overnight. After I got there, pretty much on the second day, I made a connection with a lady named Donna Maltz, who I work with now today. And she's like a second mother to me. She kind of took me in and she let me know that she was writing a book when I got there. And she was like, yo, uh, I need someone to edit this book. And I was like, well, I read a lot of books when I was growing up so I could help you. And she actually enabled me to stay on the island for an extra six months. And in total, I ended up staying in Hawaii for about a year. But that that was when I was in Hawaii, that really planted a lot of seeds into who I am today. I learned a lot about how to eat properly, you know, how to eat from the earth, how to get connected with the Aina, my roots. The big island of Hawaii is known as uh, energy. Uh, I mean, the island of healing. And so going there, I was able to experience a lot of that healing. It has a very magnetic force and many other people have experienced this as well. It has a way of attracting, like the people that are supposed to receive that healing will be attracted and they will stay there longer. And the people that the island doesn't resonate with will be repelled very quickly. And it's a beautiful thing. When I was there, I made a lot of connections with a lot of beautiful people and got to know myself and what I was capable on on a deeper level. And throughout this entire process, actually, it's funny. Now I should go back just one step before I continue going forward with my music. How did I really get involved with all that? So before I even went to Hawaii, I actually made a song called uh, Awakening. And during that song, I wrote the lyrics, I'm going to be going to Hawaii to get that vitamin C. Yeah, you might find me surfing on the Car Caribbean Sea raising my knowledge to a higher degree or maybe i'll be climbing up the mountain with my bros weed them into goes you can tell from our electric glows and i wrote those lyrics before i even found myself on the way to hawaii but since then every single part of those lyrics have came true now i'm up here on the mountain in costa rica with my bros and my sisters with the tribe connecting and thriving but that all started when i started to make that music when i started to plant that seed in that moment because my whole thing was I recognized when I was back in Canada that I was in a space that I just wasn't happy with. I felt like I was worth more than this. And so I just set out on a journey to become more balanced, to become more harmonious. And I was young, like I'm still quite young. I'm only 22, but I'm finding my way. I'm making my way and I'm doing my best to just work towards wholeness and balance. Like a great mentor of mine, and many of you probably have heard of him, Seven Bomar. Uh, he, he, I've been, I've been kind of surfing his wave ever since I got to Hawaii. And, uh, I, I'm happy that I actually got to connect with him in person uh, at Envision Festival, which was really awesome. But yeah, basically I went to Hawaii for a year and then I had, uh, reached out to uh, someone I saw on YouTube. His name was Immovable Self, uh, my buddy Bryant. And I connected with him and he let me know that there was a, there was a tribe forming here in Costa Rica. And so I made that connection and, now I'm here and I've been here for a little bit over a year and I'm not going to lie. 
the first time I came here, I came here for three months and <laughs> I didn't know how to drive a motorbike, but I had to learn how to drive a motorbike. I broke my hand in the process. But during those three months, when I first got here, I pretty much wanted to run away from the space because I didn't feel like I, w- I went through this whole personal dilemma of not feeling like I was worth it again. Like my past self kind of resurged up and was like, oh, you, who are you that you can do all this? Like, and so I was just like, I went through all this crazy nonsense in my mind with what I was, I was at war with myself again. And then I ended up like, uh, I was just like, oh, I'll just go back to Hawaii where I'm comfortable because that's one thing about Costa Rica and about being in nature in this space specifically is that it makes you uncomfortable because when you're uncomfortable, you can grow, right? And and in order to do that, you have to break through old shells and, and these old versions of yourself. You have to basically kill them. They have to die so that you can progress and continue to grow. And so the first time that I was here, I was here for three months and I, I decided to run away. I was like, yo, I'm going to go back to Hawaii. You know, it's going to be comfortable there. I can just make music. And when I was on my way, I was actually in the LA airport and they were like, nah, bro, you're not getting into the country. You spent a year here. Canadians are only allowed to spend six months in a year. And they sent me back to Canada with a five-year ban from the States. So I'm actually still currently banned from the States for about like another three years. But uh, that that was a big wake up call for me to see that I was running away from myself and uh, myself wasn't having that. <laughs> I, I had a mission that I had to fulfill. And so that's how I got back here. And that's where I have been since then, just here with the tribe building and, uh, and working to thrive. Wow, man. Yeah. Hawaii though. That's some serious magic. I remember at the end of actually my term at university as well, I went to Hawaii on a family vacation. I didn't stay for an extended trip like that, which would have probably been miraculous, but just being out in that nature. And it's such like a, a low predator environment. Like <laughs> there's not a lot of like predatory energy on the islands as far as the animal mm-hmm. life and just the way it all flows. And I personally felt like the first real connection to nature in my whole life. Once I made that trip, I was definitely still deep in the matrix at that point, all I'd really uncovered as far as like, well, why are you where you are? Were external reasons. Like it's the monetary system. It's the greedy, this person and that person. So when I came back from that trip is where I started coming out of my shell and getting out into more camping and uh, connecting with like-minded people who were really truly about co-creating loving vibes together in any medium possible. And so, yeah, the, the fact is that the seeds are there for your development in the, even the very things that you feel are wrong with you. They're like w- flags being waved at where if you chose to focus on developing mm. in that place that you're afraid of changing, then you'll definitely go forward. <laughs> and you can't run. How can you run away from yourself once you know that all is self, especially, you know, where would you go? <laughs> where is there to go that right. you're not there? Literally, in every sense of the right. word. So yeah. It's really cool, man. And I, I definitely loved getting that um, section of that song. Like, <laughs> you, you flow really well in conversation, just like in, in the music. I highly encourage everyone to go check out some of your flow poetry, Mindful Expansion with the X, no E before the X on SoundCloud. There's a link in the episode uh, description as well, guys. So yeah, James, let's, let's continue telling us your story about like where mm-hmm. you're at right now. Cause it sounds like you've made Absolutely. some huge breakthroughs in a very short amount of time and it's exciting. 
So right now, yeah. So it's funny. I almost want to call it time travel. You know, I feel like what what I've accomplished so far is I've merged into the future, like with my future self. Like I've seen who I needed to become. And then I recognized that there were certain obstacles in the way with patterns and different addictions that I had to overcome. Like I had, I was addicted to video games at one point in my parents' basement, but I had to let go of all this stuff so I could become the version of myself that was more purified, that was more clear, that had more clarity. Right. And, and so I feel like what I did was I started addressing those issues as fast as possible. That way I could get to the future as fast as possible. And right now where I find myself is in the mountains of Costa Rica here with my tribe building. We actually just finished building our first house and we're working on the second one now. We we live on 32 acres of land that we own with a view of the tallest waterfall in the country. And we're just working to build uh, a place that is uh, very beautiful and harmonious, connected with the natural environment. You know, so our main focus right now is sovereignty 2020. And, and so we're all in this together at the end of the day. We recognize that we like, we recognize all this self. And so there's a, a beautiful system of accountability here with the tribe. So what are some of the projects that you guys are collaborating on in, in terms of like creating that sovereignty? Because it's definitely a mission that a lot of us are sharing. And of course, a lot of us have to have thought about the fact that 2020 means clear perfect vision. So we're, you know, we're in a time of powerful rapidity Mm -hmm. when it comes to like the quickening of how fast both the distorted and the clear manifestations of what it is we say we want are coming at us. So what you're talking about having to like letting go stuff as quickly as possible to get to the future, that's totally an element of my life as well, especially can resonate on video game addiction because we have this like craving that gets sort of preyed upon to be the hero of the story. And because we feel disempowered uh, when we're starting out in life, especially, and we're kind of like set up to be feeling disempowered by all the structures of the culture, man, uh, we really don't have a chance. You come out of high school with like minimum wage paying jobs and you're immediately subconsciously equating your own personal value to that that really flimsy paycheck and keeping up with all the incredible cost of living in the so-called modern civilized world it's nothing but like drains on your energy when you could just be chilling outside <laughs> and enjoying the weather and enjoying the perfectly unique beautiful fractal sky that appears every day that's never the same twice Mm. I guess I should follow that up with a question though. Um, where do you, what is that vision of your future self that you, you see and how is uh, mindful expansion music wise? How's that connected in there? Absolutely, man. I, I feel like it's hard to really put it into words. You know, it's, it's something that I kind of see and it, it, it's a lot to do with a greater level of connection with everything around me. A greater, it, it's funny. It's like I say my future self, but that looks like I'm more out of the picture. Like the identity is a little bit more out of the picture and it's more just love. It's more just this connection, this knowingness that all is self, you know, to be of service to creation. That, that, that's what I see is myself getting closer and, uh, be, being more valuable as I bring out my uniqueness and share that in the world. And, 
there, there was a couple things that I, I wanted to, the connection is a little shaky, you know, cause I'm here up in the mountains, but there was a couple things that I picked up on that, that you, that you uh, mentioned. One of them actually was about the pre- no predators being in Hawaii. And this was a little bit before, but it, this is really important because I had to, this was like a lesson that I learned because in Costa Rica, like you can die. Like if you're not careful, like there's snakes around here, there's serpents that they can kill you, you know? So you got to be careful. You got to watch where you, you place your foot. And so, you know, everything has light and dark. Every we're, we're living in duality, but like Hawaii, I noticed had a different type of darkness. The darkness there, they're dealing more with the system being the government and what the government is doing with the pollution of Monsanto on the islands and all this crazy nonsense going on. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're bombing into the center of their island. It's just like this beautiful tropical paradise, but you got the government doing crazy stuff. In Costa Rica, there's a little bit less of that and there's more... It, that, that's what I would describe more as artificial darkness. And, and then you have the more natural darkness, which is just nature. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the real matrix of nature and dealing with these, these more like these predatory forces that I do truly exist. And it's good because those sharpen you. Like it's like sharpening your blade every day. It's like, you gotta, you can't walk around out here at night without a flashlight. Like you, you gotta stay on your toes. You have to be aware. You have to be at your peak all, as much as possible so that you don't, uh, you don't get yourself harmed in some situation. And so doing that makes you stronger. And that's one of the reasons why I really appreciate this uh, environment in Costa Rica. But another thing you asked about, like, how, how is the tribe moving towards that goal of sovereignty 2020? Really, really for us, you know, it's, it, we recognize that sovereignty is something that comes from inside first. And so we're always working together to refine ourselves. Like I said, with the whole sharpening of the blades, that's kind of what the tribe does for each other. And, and that's a very beautiful process. Um, uh, you know, on, on a physical realm that looks like, you know, having our, all our needs met with the food, you know, with the, with the power, with the water, we, you know, we got a fresh mountain stream that we can go down to and get, get water whenever we need. And, and just things like that, like having uh, like one, one of the things that I had to ask myself, and I asked back in Canada, that was one of the main questions that, uh, that, that helped propel me out of that vortex. Cause really, you know, the matrix is very much a vortex it, it is draining people's potential and their energy. And so in order to exit that and go in the opposite direction, you're going to have to build enough thrust, enough momentum to move in that way. And the, the only way you can do that is if you get charged up and you get charged up by taking responsibility, taking charge of your life. So it all works together. You see, it's very connected. And so, it, so, so basically what I'm saying is that, uh, having a tribe is really important, you know, and, and tapping into these frequencies is, it's very important because the, the tribe enables you to be accountable and enables you to have a reflection, a mirror that can show you yourself so that you can see maybe the aspects of yourself that you were missing before and you can locate them and you can deal with them. Uh, so, some of the core values that are very important are obviously loyalty and honor, uh, is a big theme right now. With, with, with our current tribe and just with the, just with the human beings in general, it seems like we've lost our, our loyalty and honor in, in, with the masses. So regaining that is, is a big part of this whole process. Some of the things you're talking about there are definitely very common interverse topics. And we're talking about specifically how to get sovereignty or how to be back in charge of your life. Well, are you really responsible enough to be in charge of anything? If you're living this like slacky poo looking at the phone most of the time, not even sure who's around you in public places type of uh, attention deficit. <laughs> I'm speaking about myself here in in many senses. Like I, I personally need more attention to my body and attention to my environment. I don't see how you could ever not need more of that. Like why, why should you ever 
seek to have any less of it, honestly. And when you're in an environment where yeah, a snake could step on you, that's something you have to be really extra mindful about. And it's like automatic. I love how you use the metaphor of sharpening the blade. You definitely, your body doesn't want to die. So it's going to like pull you into it and make sure that <laughs> even if it's through like giving you a big fear signal and mm. then paying attention to that and getting to the root of why, why is the fear signal going on? It's because I'm not paying enough attention to what I'm doing. I mean, I, I think that personally you still will experience draw things to you with your fear, even outside of the jungle, in the concrete jungle. I've seen people draw cops to themselves whenever they had some reason why they could get themselves in trouble with cops just by being super scared about it. And then myself included in other people, police officers are, treat us like we're invisible because we just like respect <laughs> the environment we're in at all times. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> anyway, um, I could go on, but we're talking about getting more thrust. That's what I want to go on about because I know that this is part of your journey too with mm. the diet and the the real energy power center of this whole body spaceship time machine that we're in to, is actually the root chakra, right? Which is the furnace. Right. So if it's also very connected to this rat race that people get stuck in mm -hmm. because if your root chakra is off spin, you don't have anything really other than survival mode in mind, which means you're willing to trade your time, Saturn, Kronos, root chakra, all correlated, willing to trade your time for the currency instead of uh, generating the current from within by being so balanced and powerful, right? So you get caught in these loops whenever that root chakra is on a bad wobble. But if you get it spinning quickly enough and standing upright, then you're in a different direction of expansion, upward thrust, right? Going up and seeing what next chakra needs to be balanced instead of just being constantly in the survival mode, having your security threatened. So yeah, how, how is that? How, what have you done for your own thrusters? <laughs> can, can you say that again? Yeah, what please? have you done for your own, like your thruster systems, right? Like how have you brought those, uh, back online for your body spaceship like what are some of the strategies how do you respect that i'm trying to I, i'm having a hard time hearing you once oh okay I'm, I'm just trying to see if i can find a little bit better surface it's been it's kind of like fading in and out and, and trying to get the balance you're in the here. jungle man right, like right, the fact uh, that we can try do saying this that again one more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, talk, talk about the root yeah, chakra yeah, yeah. health and what you've done to cleanse, purify, heal, power up. Like wh where's that journey taking you? What kind of knowledge can you share? You know, it's funny that you're saying that, man. <laughs> I'm actually right now, uh, I'm on a uh, full body internal cleansing kit. You know, Seven Bomar sells us on his website, uh, secretenergy.com. And I'm taking the, the whole tribe is on a, a, a full body internal cleansing kit right now, actually. And that's a, when it comes to cleansing out the root chakra, you know, the root chakra is also, uh, it corresponds to the colon as well. And, and so it, having going through the colon cleanse and just letting go of all, all those old toxins that were in my body is a great way to build thrust in the opposite direction. I can tell you that. Um, but yeah, basically the root chakra is dealing with fire. So it's, it's all about that like inner passion for me. It, and it's like, you know, it's also, uh, like the root chakra is your ground. So in order to have a healthy root chakra, you need to have a very healthy connection with your mother. And that's like a big thing for so many people is we've got disconnected from the earth, from our mother. And we can put our 
person and we can like be grounded is super key to a healthy root chakra because from there we can start to start to work to put some logs on that fire and build that passion and, and that's really what we feel like the root chakra is directly is passion and building those uh, those passions up and for me like one of those is music music is one of my passions and so having uh, and share it with other people is super key for me and i feel like it, it should be important to everyone else as well to uh find a way to basically like that that's really the great work is to find a way to raise those energies up from the caustics of your spine that's dealing with the kundalini you know, those two serpents you know the angel and the demon and the duality inside yourself and finding that balance between the masculine and feminine poles that's what it's all about and in order to do that you have to be honest with yourself that's what it's always came back down to me is that honor and that honesty and just being willing to take a look in the mirror because life is a mirror right like all this self we're, we're looking at ourselves when we look outside and so being able to see that what you're currently surrounded by is a reflection of your electromagnetic field is a reflection of who you are and so as you begin to change what you're surrounded by begins to change as well um so yeah when it comes to the root chakra a lot of people are holding on to a lot of things and a lot of people aren't connected with their roots like they should be but it's just like anything. It's like, if you really want to raise your energy up, you don't want to do that if you're unbalanced, because if you're raising your energy up, you will just tip over and fall. <laughs> and it's not, that's not what you want to do. Because for instance, if you're going maybe 10 miles per hour, right? You're not like, if you get in a crash, okay, whatever. But if you're going 50 miles per hour and then you get in a crash, you might have some problems. So it's important before you really start to cultivate your energy to have that root chakra connected. And, and to have those roots, to have that connection with your mother so that, because it, really what this is all about, and even with my new song, Source Energy, what this is about is being uh, a vessel, a, a vessel that is pure so that you can contain more energy. And the only way to do that is to have a strong connection with your roots because that allows the energy to flow. It can be grounded because if it's just stuck in you and you don't release it, then you'll, you'll have problems. You, you'll contract issues like, for instance, like bipolar, or, uh, these other issues that we see in our society of people that have, uh, unlocked a little bit more energy, but have no idea how to contain themselves and manage it. So when it comes to root chakra, like I said, it's just about having a connection with your roots and being able to channel that fire in, and, and allow it to ascend within yourself. It totally is. And the, the cleanse kit you brought up is something I've been talking to lots of people about. Not just that cleanse kit, but colon cleansing as a good place to start. And when you talk about getting into a crash, <laughs> I had I had just come off a colon cleanse. I built up a huge amount of kundalini energy. I preserved my sexual energy for several weeks even and had this amazing basically like what you would call an endogenous DMT release type experience, the real activation out of it. Mm. And then after that, though, um, in the process of it, lost, lost root chakra stability <laughs> because uh, part of what brought me to that state yeah, yeah. was like some food, sleep and water deprivation. And so I got way up high, but untethered and had like a crash landing. And where I landed was back in some certain old bad habits and insecurities. It was really amazing because there was like a time in the activation for like six, six mm. hours where 
I knew like everything. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Like all the every, I could see the connection from every internal thought mm. and vibration, and literally like on a frequency level with the external reality. That's the only way I can really put it into words where I'm at now. After like now, I'm like doing some repairs, <laughs> emergency repairs. But yeah, what what what's right, going right. on with this disconnect in our energy flow has a lot to do with this like seven color prism prison idea. And Seven Bomar talks about this a lot, actually. Mm. But what I've gleaned out of it from listening to him and coming to my own conclusions is that there's definitely not seven chakras in your system. There's really more, like if we're going to minimal, minimize it down to a certain number, mm. it's going to have to be nine because you have the Earth Star chakra below you, which is like literally where you're sure. connected to the Earth through. And if that's not in your awareness, then uh, you're not consciously keeping your tether connected. So you either are or you're not tethered. Maybe if you're like walking around barefoot, you're tethered by default. But there, there's a certain level of like knowing and a healthy flow that you got to maintain. It's, it's a subtle thing. If you're not grounded like through that Earth Star Chakra, you won't necessarily notice it if you're not paying attention to what types of things happen to you and ways that you feel when you're ungrounded. And like, that's up to you to figure out. <laughs> it's not like you have to go around constantly thinking like, Oh, I'm grounded. I'm grounded. I'm grounded. You know, it doesn't have to like consume you like that. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's a subtle, tricky thing for each of us. But then there's this other chakra too, that is important to know about above, which some people call the halo chakra, which is super cool because it's like, it's like a magical spell, like a protection against the hater. If you just are aware of it, that there's a chakra ab above mm. you that essentially like cosmic protection in a sense. The best metaphor is that if there's a football game going on and there's like a coach that's up in the high part of the bleachers calling plays to the players, that coach makes sure not to call plays that put players into places where they shouldn't be or where bad things happen to them, right? So maintaining that knowledge that you have like this type of protection mm. or shield that self, which is both external and internal, is only flowing you to where is going to help you grow best, then you're not going to create the own resistance in yourself that actually causes you to get, take the damage or take the, you know, the bad vibes, uh, create the stagnant vibes, essentially bad vibes is the wrong word. It's just stagnant energy. So right. yeah, there's this, this channel above and below Absolutely. that totally gr grounds and protects us. But if we're just trapped in the body only, and we're not even aware that we extend above and below the body and we are the bridge that connects heaven and earth. And it's, it's uh pretty easy to feel bewildered or feel unsafe or feel like paranoid. There's all these things, like <laughs> especially when we talk about the nefarious activities of mm -hmm. the government, if you will. So this, this is a super cool topic. And I love that we're able to like connect, connect right. on this because this is, this is what I felt coming through the lyrics of your music, this type of, uh, uh, this type of awareness, I guess, high, high level perspectives. Right. Right. And that, and that, that's really the goal with my, my music is, is it's kind of like a journal for myself. You know, I, I can kind of see the progression in my own consciousness based upon uh, the rhymes and the lyrics that I put down. But I also, you know, I also want to share is share this knowledge and this insight. And, and it's a way for me to reprogram my mind. A lot of it is like self mantras, like mantras that have helped me, you know, I, I'm, I'm my greatest fan. So I've, I've listened to my music and I use it to program my mind so that I can continue to 
live in a balanced and a harmonious reality and, and work to refine that and continue to bring in uh, greater manifestations of more beautiful things that I want to see. Like there's, there's one, one saying that I really like to say is that, you know, life is so beautiful right now and I can only see it becoming more beautiful. And, and that seems to be uh, the direction that I'm headed in, uh, in contrast to the direction of, uh, I wouldn't say society in general, but, uh, when I was in the matrix and I was going in that vortex and, you know, I was heading in the other direction, it just seemed that things were just getting more chaotic and, and out of uh, in the, going in the wrong direction, say, say the least, you know, so to see, see it uh, becoming more beautiful is, is an awesome feeling. And I'm, I'm very happy that, uh, I decided to take this responsibility because that's really what a lot of people, like a lot of people are waiting uh, I, I've noticed, and I, I want to encourage anyone that's listening and it, just to stop waiting because the longer you wait when you're in time, like if you're in time, you should feel some type of pressure because it, the fact that you're in time means that, I mean, everything in time dies. So it's important if you're in here to figure out how to die before you die. And, and that's something that I'm working towards. You know, I'm not there yet, but, and I, I don't claim to have all the answers. I, I'm, I'm a student of life. But I recognize the the importance. It's like life is a game, but it's also very serious. And so I just recognize the importance of taking responsibility for my life and 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 stopping and no longer waiting and just t- and moving into a space of action so that I can accomplish the things that I want to see. I can live in a dream that I created, <laughs> you know. And so it, it, it's all about living in in the in order with the natural laws with the with the natural world and and returning to nature returning to our roots so that we can learn and progress from there because it it seems that most of the disconnection that we do have in our society is based upon that lack of connection with our mother And, and it's important to go back to our mother because that's where we get the nourishment to really gain that momentum, to gain that thrust, to get out of the situation, the vortex that we're in and head in the opposite direction or head in the, the right direction forward into the future. So, so yeah. There's so much there to unpack, actually. I don't, I'll, I'll just start with mm-hmm. what, I'm, what I caught at the very end and then maybe I'll make my way to other insights that were just popping off while you're talking there. But yeah, that <laughs> inspiration, bro. Uh, thank you so much. This thing with the mother, though, is also your real mother, not that your earth isn't your real mother, but like your human mother right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the relationship you have with her is also super important. And not all of us get to like experience that relationship yes. in 3D or physical anymore for one reason or another, or maybe some of us never really had that. And so that's okay. Don't feel like you need to feel lost because you don't have the, you can't act on this particular piece of insight. But for those of us that have mothers that we're still close with or able to be close with, you know, that's the number one person that you ought to be giving the info to and spreading the knowledge to for healing. Because first of all, she most likely loves you unconditionally. So she's the most likely person to actually listen to what you say, even if she's completely brainwashed the other direction. And even maybe you got to plant certain seeds before other ones are going to be able to be planted. And that's fine. But your mother is also like a, a maven, a person who has the most influence on the whole rest of the family, not just your immediate family, but the mothers have huge influence on all the other families connected to the family. So healing, helping your mother to heal is another thing that you can do to help the entire earth heal faster. And it's pretty cool because it's like your your energy mm-hmm. stream is connected to that person in a quantumly entangled way, if you will. So you're always going to get more energy from supporting and helping heal your mother than from like being 
well, to tell the truth, the way a lot of us were in our generation, which was too highly dependent on the mother to provide or the mother and father to provide lots of stuff and not having to take the training wheels off till we're way older in life, which is sort of natural that our parents would have treated us this way based on the way that their lives were going. So it's not like something to blame. It's just something to be aware of that it's time to give back to the mother <laughs> in a real way and across the entire fractal in every way we can represent that. And the thing about life and death and, and consciously mm -hmm. living your, your dream, well, when you're in the dream, are you even like usually worried about if you're alive or dead, first of all? And isn't the word alive also a lie? And then maybe because we're so attached to the concept of this one life and that maybe that we're scared that it, maybe it's all we have or it's the only thing we are that we hold on to it and clutch it too tightly. And then it can't bloom and blossom unless we open up our hand where it could possibly fall out of our hand, but it's okay because there's life everywhere and it's, and it's right. all you. So the key is to like, mm -hmm. not to being unafraid of death. It's actually to not be overly attached to life itself. It's like this paradox is actually the middle way. And then it doesn't matter that, that you're expanding in both directions, that the chaos <laughs> is multiplying just as fast as the beauty is expanding, especially if you make that chaos, your chosen chaos, in a sense, like you went to Costa Rica, you're, you're dealing with snakes, you're dealing with um, some, some occasionally dangerous situations in the nature, just like a person who goes to the gym and puts himself through uncomfortable stuff so that later they're stronger. You know, if you never put yourself in the uncomfortable on purpose, life's going to make you uncomfortable all the time in ways that aren't making you grow in the direction that you want to grow, but actually shaping and molding you into something like a piece of clay in someone's hand. This is another way of saying that if you don't, if you don't control yourself and right. something else controls you in a sense. So, and it's still yourself, but it's the part of yourself that you've compartmentalized and pushed away and said, I don't want to be responsible for that. So. <laughs> it's they've got all kinds of darkness in that part of self <laughs> you gotta really be sure Absolutely. that that's not what's driving Absolutely, man. I, I, I hear you. And it's interesting that you said with the, the molding and the shaping in the middle way, like I really can connect with that. That's something that I'm coming to terms with every day. It's just, you know, the Tao and I study Taoism a little bit and just understanding how to let things flow and not trying to, force them like by not trying to force things you become the force <laughs> if that makes sense it's like and, and, and that's the beautiful thing to be this conduit this this conduit for source energy and to allow it to flow through you and just to let things take their natural course and and move out of your own way because when you move out of your own way things can flow freely and 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 that's the whole thing like just uh, uh and also with the sorry so just jumping right here to uh the molding and the shaping it's like we're all currently molding and sculpting ourselves and life is doing that because life uh this world is a crucible we're in a crucible and within a crucible that is where things are put under pressure and that pressure the proper amount of pressure can be very beneficial. And you know, when you're uncomfortable, most likely you're feeling some sort of pressure. You know, you're feeling pressure to do this or to do that or to do your work or whatever it is, but it's that pressure that makes us stronger. And with the right amount, you know, with the alchemists, it, what they would do is they'd take one base element and then they, you know, they took lead and they turned it into gold. And in order to do that, you needed to apply a certain amount of pressure. And that's 
the, the process of crystallization is like a carbon carbon is six 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 and that's the the the, the number of the beast and and, that, and we as humans are carbon-based beings this is the animal body that we're in but the idea was to become more crystalline more like a diamond which is 616 and, and in order to get there you had to be put under pressure you had to crystallize your consciousness through these character building things through these uh subtle lessons that you would have to come to learn and and this is the real university of life this is the real university of self <laughs> and we're all here in this crucible we're all here growing and growing together and and that's a big part of me being here with the tribe is just having uh, a group of people around me that are constantly inspiring me and motivating me to grow into my greatest version every single day and also holding me accountable when I'm not raising and rising to my fullest potential when I'm cutting myself short because you know from time to time we do that you know there's been times where it, where where I I've been called out and I'm very grateful for that you know that it helps me it's helped me grow and and just having that connection that's really what it's all about, man. It's like you, you having a system of support, a system of connection around you with, with that, with that love. And, and another thing, like with the mother, like I feel like the closer I get to mother earth, the closer my relationship is with my own mother. And like I mentioned, my, my second mother from Hawaii, Donna, and also my business partner, I feel like our relationships just get closer by the day. And I noticed that just, just how I relate to the divine feminine has become more in balance, especially, especially since like you, like you mentioned about cultivating your sexual energy and stuff. It, for me, it's been like a, a year, a year and a half, maybe, maybe, you know, I realized it a couple of years ago, but I took it seriously, maybe about a year ago, a year and a half ago. And since then, like, I would say that's one of the main reasons for my success is just taking what was an inverted form. Like, you know, I, I was totally inverted before in the way that I was thinking and the way that I was acting and, and, and reversing that and going back in the right direction. And, and, and that has really helped me find success as well. And, and I feel like, you know, just uh, on a, a last little thing about that is that, that that like creative force, that vital life force is so important because it enables you to create things. And that's a lot of where my music comes from. And I noticed that when I'm making music, that's what I'm doing my best. When I have a way to express myself and a way to create things, that is a, a part of my expansion into a greater level of myself. So. So yeah, and you're creating those musical sigils. Like you said, you're able to retrain, not retrain, but to just like reinforce your intentions by listening to your own music. I think that is cool. And I guess that's probably an unintended. Well, it is intended. Just I wasn't aware that it was going to happen when I started the show, but I have to hear myself a lot <laughs> doing this show <laughs> and also hear really right. good ideas from other people. And I hear it more than once because at least one more time through, I'm, I'm going through all of it to take notes and edit. So I'm, I'm having the conversations at least twice, if not hearing them occasionally later, I will go back and listen to certain episodes because the person I was talking to were, was sharing information that I want to connect more deeply with. And then I would hear myself say something and be like, wow, that just, that was definitely like an inspired moment where you you can definitely resonate with that idea and hold on to it because you just, you lost it since that conversation. Put it back in the the toolkit, mm. you know, like creating these records of where we're at through our art, through our creations, through our passions. They're like save points in the video game that you're not going to lose that because you put it in a container. Whereas a, a lot of us are just going around with good ideas all the time that because we all are generators of ideas. That's what the whole, right. that's what the whole enslavement is really about. That's why people kind of don't get it. They think they're fairly free externally, but your ideas are being harvested. You're not working for yourself or putting that energy back into a container that you own or you hold on to. 
And that, I mean, it just goes everywhere. It's kind of interesting that inverted thrust, we look at certain words like nobility, even as far back as the middle ages, the Mm. common people would have probably had negative associations with the word nobility. Like the nobles are oppressive or the nobility (laughs) is cruel or evil or whatever. And now they call it the elite, but it's the same thing. Whenever you're telling yourself that you're telling yourself not to be noble. So (laughs) it's like tricky word magic and that there's a real power, the fire energy, um, the masculine yang energy back to the Tao that needs to be put back in its place, I guess, in its proper place. Cause most people mm-hmm. bottle up their fire and then unleash it on uh, unsuspecting friends and family in moments of rage, right, right. <laughs> just rent, you know, random rage and outbursts. So that fire energy does need to be output, but you could actually use it to temper the steel of your, of your consciousness, create that sharp sword words are swords as well. So <laughs> yeah, man, you're doing right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel that with the fire and, you know, another, another way to help put your fire in balance is get a little bit of water. Uh, the next song that I'm working on is, uh, more of a, a Chinese orientated, uh, style with, uh, with uh, a lot of water theme. Cause I felt like, you know, I was, I can, I can tend to, uh, prefer fire at times. And so uh, introducing water is very healthy and, you know, also just ha- having a general, uh, a general balance of all the elements in your life is, is, is really key. And, and another thing that, let me, let me see. I'm going to just slip my mind, but, uh, what were you saying about, uh, okay, never mind. It, it slipped my mind, but basically what I'm trying to say is that having, having a balanced repertoire of those elements within yourself, like having a deep connection and work, cause each of those elements have their own, uh, initiations or own lessons to teach you. And so working with the fire is really important, but when you feel like you've learned your lessons from that and, Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> Sorry. That's what it was. This is something for I have to, I have to talk about. It. So nobility, that, that is just a huge theme for me in my life is like learning how to become noble and how to hold myself to that standard so that I can be valuable so that I can be depended on to, to be trustworthy, to be loyal and honorable. And, and, that, and that's just so key for me. And, and, and you know, I, I, I learning how to integrate that idea into my life is a key for me. It's like, I feel like that's the key that can really unlock so much. Like, like I feel like that might be the infinity key right there. Just the, the, the status of becoming a noble and what it actually takes to be, to be that and become that and, and hold that state and, and be able to compose yourself in that form so that you can, uh, transmit that frequency into the world and live in that state. It's just like nobles, they live with the will of heaven they live like with the Tao. like they don't act in they don't they're not in conflict with the truth essentially they they live in harmony with the truth and that is what enables them to be successful it's all that and more too i mean there's so much to it if we want to have a human right. family that we can all depend on it starts with you where you know the only way that you're going to be able to master the, the real chaos, not the fake chaos that's created by the society, but the real chaos of like, okay, I'm outside. How do I not die? <laughs> How do I keep this vessel in good shape? Uh, <laughs> that, that it, I mean, other than aligning with natural law to do that, what it requires is total personal responsibility so that no matter what comes up, 
you know it's always going to be okay because you're there. But if you can't trust yourself mm-hmm. to always do the right thing, because in the little moments you let stuff slide that you feel and tell yourself it's not a big deal, whether it's like, I'm just going to eat this bag of M&Ms, even though I know it's complete poison. <laughs> you know, the, those right. little moments are you telling yourself you can't trust yourself. And we all mm-hmm. have moments where we maybe breach our own trust. And that's part of the game of uh, evolution and ad- advancing. But it's about, like you said earlier, letting go of those things as quickly as possible to get to the future. And the right. noble gases, that's another interesting correlation there as well. The noble gl- gases rise up. They're, they're less dense. They're lighter. So if you want to be noble, get lighter. The colon cleanse is a good way to right. do that, to get lighter. Turning lead into gold, while well, lead is uh, connected with Saturn, connected with the root chakra, it's the planetary mm-hmm. metal. So more in more obvious clues that that's what you should be working with. But back to like human family, human tribe, actual security, it, because the root is more than just your personal furnace. It also is connected to like your family, familial connections and how secure you are in your relationships in, in life. It's, it's like the foundation. So it's like everything that's foundational and it's at the base of your reality experience. The root chakra has to do with and nobles, something about nobles, at least historically speaking, if you were a noble and you knew another noble was coming over, you would give them everything as if they were a member of your family. You would treat them like they lived with you until they wanted to leave because you knew they would do the same thing for you. And they brought you a bunch of gifts that you, that are perfect for you. And just all around, there's this like, because the nobles, I guess, have this sort of material security also connected to the root where they don't, they're not worried about like running out of money. They have plenty of everything. They just give freely to each other. And, uh, you know, it also makes sense in a, in a way to look at like, well, why don't they just give freely to all the peasants or commoners and not other nobles? Because this is something I've realized just recently. I've, I mean, I, I've kind of felt it, but I'm really sure about it now, which is that you can't give something material to somebody to help them. The only thing you can give somebody to help them is like time and attention. And anything you just give to them that's physical, that doesn't involve mm. the time and the attention it's going to go to, it's going to go to misuse in some capacity or it's at risk of going to misuse. I should say, I don't, I'm not saying never give charitably, definitely not saying that, but just realize that there's a reason why there's a, a cliche about giving bums $20 and then spending it on liquor where you could go and like take that guy to dinner and like ask him about how he's doing and what he really needs in life to get unstuck. That would be way better than giving him $20. Right. But so if you just throw the $20 out the window and drive off, I, uh, you can kind of feel good about yourself in that moment. Like, yeah, I did something, but you're, there's more to it. There's so much more to it. Your energetic flow is now connected up to that guy. So the energy symbolically of the money you just handed to that person is flowing to them. So we want to put our energy into noble things and noble people and, and let that be what attracts people who haven't found their inner nobility yet and give them tools and time and attention and structures. Like once we freed ourselves and have that personal sovereignty, then those who are still building up that sovereignty and nobility that come to us for help, we can be like, yeah, go work in the garden with us today. And they're going to learn stuff and they're going to expand. And it's just a totally, they're going to become noble out of that connecting to the mother. So this is super important stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, the the last bit there cut out, but I heard, I heard the end there. Oh, cool. Well, I'm checking out the time. I think this is a good point that uh, uh, we could wrap ourselves up and I'm going to play at, 
to close us out your newest track. And if you want to stick around after I play that track and just chill for a couple minutes while it plays, you could tell us more about it, but I don't have a way to set it up where you can hear it too. So <laughs> you just have to know what it's about. I'm sure you do. Absolutely. Okay, cool. I'm going to play this new song source energy good. and then we'll talk to Maddie about it and then uh, wrap things up guys. What's going on, everyone? I hope you're having an absolutely wonderful day. We're recording this live from Costa Rica. It's mindful expansion. Life is so beautiful. I'm grateful. Life is so beautiful. I'm grateful. Life is so beautiful. I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful. Honor the creation through everything I'm making. In a dream, my shape is so breathtaking. Giving thanks every morning when I'm waking up. Feeling amazing. Yeah, I ain't wasted a minute or a moment. And I, and I own it, sitting on my throne in my mind in the zone. My spirit has grown from the seeds that I've sown. This body ain't mine for a purpose that was loaned. Now I'm giving from my heart so I can grow rich. This is how we build a bridge. This is how you flip the switch. Time to write your own scripts. Go inside and find eclipse. Self knowledge leads to bliss. Stay aligned, never miss. You gotta die if you really wanna live. If you really wanna live. If you really wanna live. Go inside and master your mind. Find the mastermind behind the rhyme. Serve the rhythm while you design a reality. D where you could thrive, wholeness and balance is the tribe, this feeling I can't describe, this feeling I can't describe, pure love has arrived, I'm grateful for happiness that's helped me survive through the tough times, when I felt tired alone with nowhere to go, the only choice was to grow, so I got in my boat and I started to row, now I'm on a roll, surfing on this flow, working to become whole. So there's a, there's a gradual process here, the, the, the planet doesn't just heat up in a day, but it is heating up. So it's giving you the opportunity to purify yourself, become more conductive. Energy is going to arrive regardless. It cannot be stopped. You can't do it. <laughs> and that's by design. The energy that comes to the planet will grow exponentially. Life is so beautiful. I'm grateful. Life is so beautiful. I'm grateful. Life is so beautiful. I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful. The truth will set you free, but only if you want to be. Open up your eyes and face your reality. Every day I'm motivated to be a better me. Unity is the key. Staying rooted like a tree. Everything under the sun is already done. We went in the battle before it's even begun. Gave up who I am so I can become the one that will always overcome any challenge that seeks to divide for myself i cannot hide so i turn my eyes inside and find my god no matter how many times i die my true essence always survives truthfully i've never felt this alive barefoot on the earth with my eyes to the sky i'm gonna keep working till i learn how to fly i'm fully expand with the breath getting high working together with my tribe unified Yo, if you enjoyed this, please share, like, and comment. Spread the message, spread the word. Thank you all for listening. Aloha and Pura Vida. All right, dude, we got through it. Man, it definitely talked about some specific things that we were on just now. Uh, about you got to die if you want to live. That was definitely clear uh, from our conversation just now. Die to the false self to live to your truest and highest self. But dang, dude, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I've already, I've already heard it before, but it's always fun to listen to you flow. It's like, <laughs> it's not, I know that it's you, but there's almost like a persona to the voice that comes through and out. That's definitely feels bigger than just you. And I, I look forward to seeing how you grow with it. Absolutely, man. Thank you. I'm definitely growing with every song that I come out with. I really feel like the the lyrics, they, they come from my future self. 
it, they well, they come from who I am now, but they're they're leading me on a trail to my future self. So I, I follow them. I integrate them into my mind and and li- live through those words, and that and that enables me to achieve more harmony in my life. But yeah, that that song was mostly just inspired by having that connection with source energy, having that connection with that source, that that fountain of wisdom within yourself, and and being able to pull that out and. And, and, and see that in others around you and, and surrounding yourself with your reflections, what, who, the people that you, you want to live with and the people that you want to uh, have within your life that are encouraging you to see that life is beautiful and, and be grateful every moment because it, it's so key to have that connection. And so uh, that, that song was mostly, you know, you, you got to die. Like, <laughs> you know, I put that in there for a reason. Like at the end of the day, I feel like uh, my pa- I've killed my past self multiple times now. And that's enabled me to grow and to find a way to truly live better than I was living before. And that's a process that we're continuously doing. You know, the saying goes, the adept dies daily. So it's just this process of refining yourself. And I hope with my music to inspire others to do the same and just achieve a greater level of harmony and balance and, and, and really live live with the awareness that all is self and that everything is connected in that your life is a product of the actions the thoughts like the reason where you're here wherever you are right now because of everything that you've put into your life so far and so to have a strong vision of your future and to know where you're going is so essential and so i hope with my music to you know at least i'm painting my own picture with my music so if other people feel like that's the frequency they want to tune into and they want to move towards wholeness and balance then that's what's up and i i'm I'm happy to share it with others and uh and hope that they find some value in it the stuff you said at the end there you could basically just switch music to podcast and i could have said all that (laughs) and that would be how i feel about what i'm doing so it's cool, man. We're going to do this again if you're up for it. And like a maybe like a two hour one where we don't mess with video and just do like a full fledged episode. But I wanted to experiment more with my my live format. And thanks for letting me do that with you and for being such a clear reflection of that source energy. It's been an inspiration to chat. I was already inspired by you because of the, the lyrics you put out. And we are definitely on the same vibe of uh, unity, wholeness sovereignty, respect for self in all forms, internal and external, balancing the polarities and all those other great things that can be buzzwords to the spiritual community unless they're really understood. And I think this conversation broke things down, built things back up in a way where now someone might have a better idea of where certain things are in themselves than they had before. And that's what I hope to achieve. I know that I achieved that for myself. And I think the seeds are definitely planted on fertile ground with uh, our audience here. So thanks everyone for tuning in. James, give everybody places where you'd like them to hit you up on the internet if you want to share any social media. And definitely the SoundCloud link is in the, uh, the show description, but you can give that as well. Yeah, for sure. You can find me on Twitter at Mindful Expansion. My SoundCloud is Mindful Expansion, just with an X, no E. And I look forward to connecting with y'all. If you have any questions, I'm here to always help and assist. Beautiful, brother. Well, as I say, Costa Rica, Pura Vida. 
Aloha and Pura Vida, my friend. I'm happy to come on here and connect and we can definitely see if uh, some uh, another connection is possible in the future. Oh, it will be. I mean, we're just getting started. <laughs> this is the beginning for both of us in what we're doing. So it's going to be a fruitful relationship. I don't always feel this way <laughs> about people from the internet, but I have a strong feeling we're going to connect in real life sooner than later. So looking forward to that as well. And yeah, I'll keep bringing forward those gems and jewels from the mind minds. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right, right. I feel you. Yeah, man. Have a, have a wonderful day. It was a great time to connect. I'll definitely uh, be talking with you soon. Cool, man. All right. Bye, everybody.